Good morning, and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about how to manage your finances in your 30s. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. In benchmark number four of managing your finances in your 20s, which was about a week and a half ago, we looked at how to go on the offense, how to grow the margin between what it is that is coming in in the form of your income and what is going back out in the form of your expenses by intentionally growing your income and growing that difference. Now, in your 20s, growing your income is focusing first on learning, learning everything you can for the trade that you're going into to become a subject matter expert as fast as possible. Now, you may have already gone into that trade and you've gone through the process of leveraging opportunities to expedite the process of growing your income. Now, this all leads up to Benchmark number five of managing your finances in your 30s. Now, this aim is expanding the income growth to turn that income into wealth and ultimately financial freedom. Now, that being said, people define the drive for financial freedom in so many different ways. But from a simplistic manner, this is how I see it. It's the ability to no longer work for money, but allowing you to basically have your money work for you. Now, this is the ability to do what you want, when you want, and maybe even where you want. The ability to have complete control over your time. And maybe it's even the ability to have your passive income streams provide a livelihood for you and your family that would be sustained whether or not you had that day job. So for you, this freedom may be defined differently than even that though. Your goal may not be to join the FIRE movement, the financial independence retire early movement. Uh, It may not be to retire in your 30s or maybe your 40s. And it may not be to live frugally like a variant of a minimalist. And that's okay. However, what I would recommend is that you set yourself up to have as much flexibility as possible in case that ever changes and so that you are in the place that you could retire or that you could slow down if you need to. Now, what this does mean is it means that you are using investment vehicles like your retirement accounts, uh, your retirement investments, your passive income streams, your side hustles, extra jobs, in order to expedite the process of being financially independent and not reliant upon the day job as your primarily means of income. Now, again, this does not mean that you have to quit your job once you've achieved uh, that benchmark. That does not mean you have to actually quit your job and retire at that point. It just means that you're preparing yourself so that you have that to slow down and and fall back on if you decide to do so. Now, what this does mean is that you're building in options. At the end of the day, that's what many people just want. They want options. It's not necessarily the cash or the money that they're pursuing. Uh, It's the options that 
that help them come alive, that gives me give them options to be able to fulfill life in a different manner than they do right now. So let's take a look at how this could actually be accomplished. Let's say that you have followed the benchmarks in your 20s and you have lived within your means. You have successfully avoided debt with the exception of the mortgage that you maybe got in order to house hack. Uh, you have a six month emergency fund, you have been maxing out your Roth IRA, and you've been doing all the right things. Now let's assume that you've grown your annual income by 8% 8, 8 per year on average. Let's say that you are a high performer and whatever jobs that you've had, people have automatically wanted to, um, to promote you and uh, to give you raises and so on and so forth. So let's just say 8% on average. Let's assume that you have achieved a four-year degree at the age of 22 and started making 50,000 upon graduation. So that would mean that you're making about 92,000 at the age of 30. Now this will depend upon the career field that you go into, of course, but let's assume that it's a in-demand expanding field uh, that has relatively strong income growth. Let's also assume that you've maxed out your Roth IRA throughout your 20s and you have about 94,000 thus far after it has compounded over those years uh, based on those $6,000 contributions. Now looking forward, let's assume that you start investing 20% um, at the age of 30 into a retirement account. So based on the annual income at that point, that would be about $18,800 that first year and would increase as your income increases accordingly. So if you continue the same trajectory with both income growth and retirement, and let's say that you uh, you basically were putting in uh, the 20% in addition to your Roth IRA, uh, this would give you a retirement savings of about 296,000 for your Roth IRA. And then you would have your income growing at 5% per year through the age of 40, and you would have uh, the traditional uh, retirement account in addition to that. So let's assume that this traditional IRA balance would be about 231,000 by the age of 40 if you started at 30 and you were investing 20% per year uh, based on your income growth. So this would give you a total nest egg of $528,000 uh, for all of your retirement accounts. Now, as impressive as that is, being 40 years old at that point, you, this would not allow you to draw anything from that Roth or that traditional without incurring early penalties of, of various kinds, you know, based on your income and based on uh, the fees for the early withdrawal. So even if you could draw on that, it is not enough to live off um, for the standard of living that you most likely be living. So you will want to supplement that, supplement that income with some passive income. So this is where your vision comes into play, figuring out when you want to actually retire and the kind of passive income uh, that you're looking to have in order to scale down what you currently do, maybe switch careers or retire altogether, uh, that will require different requirements on your income and the amount of income that you actually make. Now, financial freedom is a journey. So parts of it 
would have been established in your 20s when you began by house hacking and and renting out uh, your vehicle on platforms like Turo. But based on your vision, this will expand to additional means of income in order to accomplish that vision over the years that you are, um, you know, you're preparing to be able to be in the position to retire. Now, this may be a season to take on another job, maybe buy a business or a franchise, take on a franchise. This may be a time to explore buying a rental property or a series of rental properties. Now, this may also be a time to restructure your current assets to make sure that you are maximizing the return on those specific assets. So let's assume that you will want to be able to cover your living expenses. And let's say those living expenses are 70% of your 92,000 or income at the age of 30. Now this means at that point in time, you would need $64,400 per year to live off of. Now that's about $5,300 per month that you would need to build up in passive income in order to live the same same lifestyle that you live today. Now, you may have heard this before, but the average millionaire has about seven streams of income. So think about what types of investments you are comfortable with, something that you are familiar with, and how many you would actually need of those investments that you are uh, comfortable with in order to be able to produce $5,300 per month. So my call to action today comes down to finding out what your number is. What your number is to replace your cost of living that you could actually back out in order to figure out what your passive income vehicles need to look like for financial freedom. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.